Yo, what's good, Falcon Sweater? It's your boy, Sapri706. And we got Gift Queen with us, one of the uh, queens of Falcon Sweater with us. And we're going to do a Falcon's <laughs> podcast, talk a little bit about the Dirty Birds, see what's good. So I'm going to let her introduce herself first. And she's a little more immersed in Falcon Sweater than I am. You know, I'm, I'm a bit of a newbie, but I'm trying to get, you know, trying to get deep in the game with y'all. So what's good with Gift Queen? I've been immersed in Twitter, Falcon Sweater for like three, four years now. It's all right. I got a lot. Not even a lot of followers. I got enough logical Falcons Twitter followers, folks that I follow, folks that follow me that are down with the Falcons, very logical about the team, uh, realistic about the team, not tripping every day. Well, we got a couple of folks that we follow that are tripping sometimes, maybe every more, more, more than a couple, more than a couple. Okay, okay. Let's, let's keep it a buck. Let's keep it a buck. Maybe like 10, but not too many. So, yeah, we're going to be on here talking about the Falcons, talking about some Falcons Twitter mess that's going on and talking about this whole season and next season and hopefully many more seasons to come. There we go. Rise up. So I'm going to introduce myself from South Breeze. I got another podcast. I do got the committee podcast every Monday. Check us out. I'm not allowed to talk about the Falcons on there. So I'm like, you know what? Let's talk about the Falcons on here. My Many claim to fame to Falcons Twitter. I am the uh, the curator of Falcons nickname for the Wildcat. Uh, I actually won a football and a helmet signed by Muhammad Sanu. And you know wow. what? I'm I'm gonna make a I'm gonna make a, a sad admission. So Falcons fans, you want to get at me? You want to blame me for our problems right now? Uh, we uh, haven't won a game since I won this free football. So I might have to burn this <sighs> this stuff that they sent me if we don't win this week against the Patriots. So y'all can add me Southbury seven oh six. You know, y'all can send me all y'all, all y'all's hate, all y'all shade, you know, for our Falcons woes as of right now, because it, it might be my fault. If we lose this game, I might have to, uh, I might have to get rid of this stuff. So you should, and you should just send it to me. Like I'll take uh, the autograph stuff. I'm yeah. Just, I'm just saying like, yeah, well, I don't, I don't have too many followers, but I do have uh, one great follower, which is the uh, Atlanta Falcons. So shout out to me. Uh, they follow me too. <laughs> Oh, well, damn. Why yeah, you? Yeah. Damn. Well, I'll just go ahead and rain them off parade. I appreciate that. Thanks. So we're going to get it cracking with this with this Dolphins game. Unfortunately, as y'all know, we dropped to the Dolphins, which is a lower team than us, a team that doesn't even have maybe half the time that we have on offense and defense, and we uh, blow that game. So I want to get your thoughts on that game real quick. Why Why didn't we win this game? Uh, tackling. That's one. That's one. Play calling. That's two. Miss blocks. That's that. That's three. Penalties. Yeah, we had about we had almost eighty yards in penalties, which is absurd for a team that's supposed to be very disciplined under Dan Quinn. But you know, continue. That that'll lead to another one, which is coaching. That's that's one of the big ones too. Again, I know players play and coaches coaches, but coaches coach. But like, at some point you have to get your team under control. Like, I'm not saying that we're out of control wildly, but some of the penalties, like, man, they just come, they seem to come the most inopportune times. Like, we're getting a three and out. We're getting a pick. We're almost getting another pick. And then we get a penalty that gives them more opportunities to score points to keep the drive alive, which is not something we need at this point in the season with uh, some of the play calling and things going on like that. So it's right. I'm going to add discipline as well. Yeah, that's that's definitely one thing we need to get get together, especially this week with the Patriots. We already know 
that the players are going to be emotional, you know, no matter how you slice it, it's in their heads, this is going to be the Super Bowl rematch. Even though it's not, there's different players on both sides of the field. It's not in the same location. And it's not, the stakes aren't as high, but the players are going to feel like they have, you know, a chip on their shoulder, something to prove from last year after we blew that lead. But that's one thing that you don't want to do. We want us not to get in our own heads. We need to play our game, be disciplined, do what we need to do because we haven't lost to anybody. We've beaten right. ourselves these last two weeks. Honestly, this week we're going to go out there and put together four good quarters of football and right. uh, show show everybody that we're – we are who we say we are. We're a contender and we're a potential Super Bowl uh, representative for the NFC. So after that loss, they got us ranked number seven in the ESPN power rankings behind the Panthers, Seahawks, Steelers, Patriots, Eagles, and Kansas City. Now, I think we can beat the Panthers after watching them play against the Seah- or against the Eagles. I'm sorry. They look like they have a lot of problems. Garrett Blunt was getting loose on them as far as running the ball. So I feel that like Devontae Freeman, Tim McCollum can have huge days if Steve Sarkeesian decides to give him the ball because Devontae Freeman finished the game with nine carries for almost 70 yards. So I understand where you can stop in the backfield a couple of times. It looked, it looked like that was on like toss sweeps and stuff like that. So again, I think we could have ran the ball down and thrown a little bit more, but even, even if they were stopping us, you still have to give the attempts so we can stay in the situation where we can do play action passes and get different looks. But nine carries for Devontae Freeman is almost as big as a crime of Julio Jones not having any touchdown receptions. So. Right. And all those sweeper passes that we did, like we kept doing it over and over again. I don't know what Sark was doing, what he was thinking. Coleman doing sweeper passes. Freeman, he should get it. Freeman is just a little bit more versatile, a little bit more yeah. just quicker. I like to call him Crisco because he definitely slides through. Coleman kind of trucks his way through. Yeah. But Freeman can slip on through the defense. Yeah, Coleman is definitely more of a north and south runner, a one-cut, get-up-the-field type of guy. Where Freeman, I, I know it's blasphemous to say this, but he he has some Barry Sanders-esque type agility and cuts. Like, the dude seriously breaks ankles consistently, and I don't think he gets a lot of respect in the league as one of the top running backs. A lot of people say, oh, you know, I had an argument with these dudes in barbershop, talking about, oh, oh, he's not better than Ezekiel Elliott. I'm like, bro, Ezekiel Elliott plays behind one of the best offensive lines in the NFL. If you put David Johnson – on the Cowboys, he'd be just as good, if not better. If you put Devontae Freeman behind that line, he'd be just as good, if not better. So I don't think he gets respect he deserves. Off that game, I think there was a lot of a lot of self-inflicted wounds as far as losing that game. At the end, first of all, Falcon Twitter, I need y'all to get off Matt Ryan's back. Y'all, y'all complain about everything he does. I know he has six interceptions this year, which is almost closing in on his total last year of, I believe, seven. Let's keep it a buck. These receivers, I know they're backups. I know they're second, third, fourth string guys. But, bro, the ball hits you in the hands. You have to catch it. There's no excuse for at least out of those six picks, four of them, if I'm not mistaken, have been batted up in the air and turned the interceptions. Even the one in the final play, the ball hit Austin Hooper right in the chest. It shouldn't. You should extend your arms out like they teach you from middle school. Catch the ball with your hands. Don't let it hit your chest because stuff like that, when you let it hit your chest, things like that can happen as far as it bouncing off of ricocheting and somebody catching it. That was great, you know, being in a great position by the defender, but we, we can't have that, man. Yes, as we saw. And that is not, it's not <clears throat> Matt Ryan's fault. Falcons yep. Twitter, Falcons fans, Bruh, get that head. I no, saw somebody on Twitter Ryan's like, fault. it's like, oh, you know, uh, Taylor Gabriel's wide open on the other side of the field. Well, guys, 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 calm down. You got to understand how football works. 
you have to make a pre-snap read. Obviously, the coverage coverage dictated that, hey, this is where we need to make this throw at. It was the correct throw. It just wasn't the result of, that y'all liked. Had Austin right. Cooper caught the ball, I'm like, oh, Matty Ice is back. The comeback king. Oh, Matty Ice, Matty Ice. But again, y'all are mad at the result, not the play. It was a good play call. It was a great throw. Just the outcome wasn't what we desired. It was Hoop's fault. Hoop, with all those O's, it was his fault. He <laughs> caught it with his chest. You're not supposed to catch things with your chest. You're supposed to say things with your chest. <laughs> say with your chest. We all know that. It's, you're supposed to say it with your chest. You're not supposed to catch a ball with your chest. So stop blaming Ryan. Stop blaming Sark for that play. It was on Hoop. I love Hoop. Hoop, you ever listen to this? I love you. But he even knows that play was on him. Why didn't we kick, just kick a field goal? Y'all would not have wanted to just settle for a field goal and have a good game going to overtime. Everyone knows that. You, you yeah. didn't want that. We wanted to score, win the game, and have it done with. Because exactly. the whole time, the game was just embarrassing, completely embarrassing. We were ready for it to be over with. Why would we let this go in overtime and possibly have another Patriots Super Bowl situation? But, again, that's, that's one of the things. We should even had to go to that point with that team. Like, I understand that – the offense seems to be a bit hamstrung with Sarkeesian's play calling. And then you got to remember, too, Snoo's been out. So, again, we don't have your two number one receivers. That makes a big difference. I know injuries are part of the game, but you got to give Matt Ryan credit for still putting us in that position, even against the Bills, without Julio Jones or Snoo putting us in the position to win the game at the end with the likes of Nick Williams and Justin Hardy, who, man, I asked the Falcoholic, they were doing one of the Q&As like they usually do. When I asked, hey, they said, I said, does Justin Hardy make the team? And Falcons fans were like, oh, are you crazy? Justin Hardy, Justin Hardy, Justin Hardy. I'm like, bruh, Justin Hardy is a ghost 90% of the time. I'm like, bruh, like he's he's not even out there. Like, I think uh, they came out last week with uh, Gabriel starting over him, and he's been on the team longer than him. I don't – I'm not a huge Justin Hardy fan. Like, he made some plays on a stretch, made a couple of catches, but I don't think he's really panning out to be the guy that we thought he would be. And Falcons Twitter, remember when y'all guys used to hate our man, Harry Douglas? I would kill. I would kill for the consistency of Harry Douglas right now, even though he had his faults. You know, that one uh, that one game where he kind of tripped up a little bit. Uh, we're not going to talk about that also. But for what it was, he was still consistent. And he could step up and be a number one, which okay. these other guys, these other third string receivers or third and fourth string receivers haven't proven to be able to do by themselves like it's usually by committee because again if it's just julio out there you can double him and then bracket him and then the other db can win one-on-one matchups with justin hardy's and the taylor gabriel's and stuff like that my thing is falcons gm if you're listening to me we need to draft some receivers that are over let's say five eight five nine because everybody after julio and sanu are under six feet tall and Mm -hmm. matt ryan likes to throw to bigger receivers any quarterback would like to it just makes it a lot easier because you have a bigger cash radius so I'm glad they promoted Marvin Hall. He made a big play. Unfortunately, that catch was wasted last week in that game that we lost. But he's actually been elevated to four string over Nick Williams, even though Nick Williams is the third down a clutch catch god. But, you know, he doesn't offer that kind of explosive speed that's just on the 40-yard touchdown reception. So hopefully we can get a couple more of those this week. So we're going to close out this, this Dolphins game. It is what it is. Y'all need to chill. It's news coming back. And hopefully it makes a big difference in the big game this week. Yep. And we're most likely going to win against Patriots and probably lose to the Jets later because that's what the Falcons do for some 
well, crazy reason. Well, we we should we should be past that point. This hopefully this Patriots game is a game that propels our season and gets us back on track. Yeah. I actually was thinking about going to that uh thinking about going to the Jets game, but the weather got a little bit cold, so I don't know if I'm gonna do all that. So so right now I'm gonna let Gift Queen get off some of these uh some of y'all's tweets. Y'all out there listening, checking us out. You know, you can follow me at South Breeze 706. And what's your at? What is my at? Oh, wow. It's at lethal saint underscore. The L and the S are capitalized. If you can't spell, you better look it up. So hold on. How are you a Falcons fan, but you have saint in your uh, Twitter name? That's, uh, that's, uh, that's raising some eyebrows. What had happened? I need a new Twitter name. Right. And a good homie, Soko Saint, who's a Falcons fan, diehard Falcons fan, was like, we we're going through the options of like what my new name should be. It has Saint in it. So I was like, I'm going to take that. I'm just take that. And I need something in front of it. And then people were like, well, you got a little lethal tongue, you know, on Twitter when you be going after people. So I just put lethal in front of it. And Okay, I, that's it. I respect that. I, you know, I don't want to have to. You know, yeah. I don't know if there's some exposing we need to do. We need to have an intervention or something like that. But uh, that's that's a decent. Never ad- ever been a Saints fan. Been a Falcons fan since Michael Vick. I was going to be a Cardinals fan because um, Larry Fitzgerald made me fall in love with football. So I was almost a Cardinals fan. He did. He made me fall in love with football, and then saw Michael Vick. Yeah, I think that was the the turning point for a lot of people. Yep, the Falcons had my heart for life. Yeah, I I think I became a Falcons fan around around the same time. Like, my favorite player around that time was Warwick Dunn when he played for Tampa Bay. Then he came to the Falcons, and we had the nasty uh, DVD package with Dunn, Vic, and TJ Duckett. Those were uh, those are great times and and Madden. I love playing with the Falcons on Madden. I used to be unstoppable with Vic. Like that shit. It's not even fair to have him on the game. So, right. But I mean, if anybody days. if anybody wants that smoke on a uh, PS4, y'all can uh, play me at BLK underscore excellence. So y'all trying Uh-oh. to get that working, mad? You know, give me a holler. What we gonna do now is go through some of y'all's wild ass tweets. Y'all gotta chill. Alrighty. All right. So we gonna start off with this one dude I follow. His name is at was Talco, W-A-S-T-A-L-C-O, Hermando Recluse. This man said, Falcons are staring 3-13 and 13 in the face. Bruh, come on, dog. Bruh, it's one game. It's one game. It's not that serious. You're acting like we have a terrible team that can't run or pass. Even though we've lost these two games, we're still, like, in the top 10 total defense and, like, top 10 total offense. We have the product. We have the players. We have the the things in place to be great. We just uh, we just haven't put it all together. But good thing uh, there's uh, 16 games to play total. So also we got this dude Broken Falcons fan 66. I don't know why that's a, that's a terrible name. You got you got to chill with that. So this this petty ass dude. So I think yesterday was uh, Matt Bosch's birthday. And this dude gonna comment under there talking about yeah, punt the ball higher than your age, please. You're not going to disrespect the punt god, Matt Barsher. Matt Barsher has been an excellent asset to the Falcons since we got him. Y'all see that man out there tackling? That man's out here sacrificing his body as a punter. You know he'll get paid for that. He's tackling been tackling people. more than our defense has. Ew. And the shade has been thrown. It's the truth, though. Like I said it. I said it. Y'all want to fight me? Bring it. 
I mean, he don't get he don't get paid for that. That man says, yeah. hey, I just punt the ball, get out the way, but nah, because y'all don't want to tackle nobody. He gotta go out there and sacrifice his livelihood for the brotherhood. His legs. So, we need his legs. Y'all gotta chill. It's it's not it's not that serious. So bust off some of these tweets. What you got? Chance, my boy Chance. I gotta I gotta do this to you. Chance 2K11. That's his at. He said, We need to fire Sark. Fire Sark. He he, he just started. Chance, it's week five. We already talked about this on the timeline. <laughs> Come on. Anybody else that's on the fire Sark bandwagon, it's only the fifth game. He's a rookie OC to the NFL. Calm down. My thing is, y'all people don't want to fire Sark. Like, who are we going to hire in this place? Like, I don't see nobody putting up suggestions. I don't see y'all putting in no resumes. So, like, who, who are we going to hire? Right. Who are we going to hire? Y'all let me know. Y'all please let me know. Yeah, so let's fire him so Matt Ryan could be on his what? Fifth or fifth OC, maybe he had Mike Malarkey. He had Dirk Cotter, who I actually like. I think Dirk Cotter got the short end of the stick because we had that injury apocalypse situation with the offensive lineman, Kyle Shanahan. Oh. Uh, damn, I should have said that dude's name right here. That guy, I edit that part out. That guy, and now we're on uh, Steve Sarkeesian. So, and that's another thing that again, I sound like the, the wild Matt Ryan Homer, but. You look at these other quarterbacks. I, I can't say for sure on the top of my head. I meant to look this up, but a lot of these guys don't have a you know rotating door of offense coordinators, which makes a difference as far as the system you're running and the consistency with your offense. Not even just the the coordinators, but head coaches, right? Yeah, I feel that uh, y'all should give him a little more respect. You know, he's had to learn different offenses. Again, I know he's had like the the greatest weapons on offense known to man. Roddy White, Tony Gonzalez, Julio Jones, of course. But a lot of people are like, oh, well, if you gave Tom Brady Julio Jones, look what happened when he had Randy Moss. Well, look at Tom Brady. He has probably one of the greatest coaches in NFL history. Tom Brady has probably consistently had a great defense, which this is probably the second year Matt Ryan's had a decent defense on his team. You know what I'm saying? Also, it doesn't matter if you have all those weapons on the outside, all the toys, if you don't have the interior alignment to actually block for them. I believe last year was the first year Matt Ryan was on a team that had an offensive and defensive lineman that made it to the Pro Bowl. So that 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 means something, guys. So let's that let's says something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So y'all need to chill with the the fire start. Now, if this week he comes out and he's looking mad crazy as far as with the play calling, not running the ball when he needs to, and not attempting to find creative ways to get, I think, the best wide receiver in the NFL, the ball in his hands, let him make plays. Ah, I might, I might start, you know, I might start. Then we may be like, nah. okay. Well, what's but going the, on? well, the thing is with that though, even if you do fire him, who do we promote from the inside to call the plays? Like, I don't. Nobody, nobody that I can think of. It can't be us. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I mean, it I do call a, a fan collective. I mean, I call some decent plays on Madden, but you know what I'm saying? Well, they could let uh, Raheem Morris do it because he's a wide receiver coach. And he's also been a head coach. So I can see maybe that happening, but just how damn cool was calling the plays on defense last year. But you don't want to have him to come to the season or be, you know, a little over the quarter of the season having to make these kind of major changes unless they're for the best, which I don't think that's good for a, a cohesive unit on the offense to do something like that at that time. That's kind of a kind of a uh, hot, hot topic. So this next tweet is going to lead into – kind of our next little topic, which is the worst of Atlanta Twitter. Apparently there is a a list going out uh, that mm-hmm. was put out by one of the uh, 
one of the people deep in the Atlanta Twitter matrix. Let me find this tweet real quick. <laughs> no, not that one. Not him. He, that, that's, that's, oh. that's, 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 that one's down the line. Hold up. Okay. This dude's not, he shouldn't go to jail, but he should be in Twitter jail because he's mad annoying. Like, Are we talking about KB? Yes, I am talking about y'all's boy, Kevin Brown, at Playa KB. This man said on the 15th of October, it's time to put Dan Quinn on the hot seat. Bruh, this man got this team to the Super Bowl in his second season as a head coach in the NFL. Should have been a Super Bowl winning coach his second season in the NFL, if more for some uh, some unfortunate circumstances. Again, the same with Steve Sarkeesian. If you fire him, who do we hire? Who do we hire? Who? G- give me this long list of great candidates we have out here that's going to get get the most out of this team, get more out of this team than what he had. Y'all saw what he was doing with, with Brooks Reed and when Rasheed Hageman was on the team. He's actually getting the most out of our players, which I have never seen before on defense. Like From the first preseason he had, I could tell this defense was different as far as being fast and physical. Right now, we fit a bit of a rough patch. I don't know what's going on. The energy's low, or maybe they shouldn't have the juice last week, but he's getting the most out of these players. We're only, what, this is his third draft? Like, I'm I'm excited for the future of this team as far as building the team that's in his vision, kind of like the Seahawks defense, or as a team, that kind of mentality. So, again, KB, once you find a replacement for Dan Quinn, you at me at Southbury706 and let me know who, who you got. Like, what should we do since you got all the fire hot takes, but you have no I'm solutions for this? Foolish. KB, he he says a lot of crazy outlandish things. Yeah, so you're this is more of your realm again. I I'm I'm still new to this Falcon Twitter thing, so you kind of you kind of shed some light to the people listening. I mean, it's probably the people that are Falcon Twitter, but y'all know what it is. So all right, so KB, he's he's blocked by a lot of people. Damn, blocked by a lot of people, unfollowed by a lot of people because he just says crazy things. About the Falcons, just unnecessary, crazy things. And he says, don't take my tweet seriously, but he seems to be very serious when he tweets these things off. So on the Twitter list, it was Falcons top most hated, top most hated Falcons fan. Some crap like that, that this drama maker always makes these lists and then makes everybody mad and then says, oh, it wasn't me. But you made the list up in the first place. He's always saying stuff. We need to fire Sark, you know, preseason. Oh, Sark got to go. He sucks. Is the dude that made the list, uh, is it the Reggie Reggie guy? No, his name's Keith. I forgot his thing. He knows Damn. who he is. <laughs> like he, he's, been, he's been good lately. But if we take it back in Falcon's Twitter history, he was on the bad side of people for a long time. So, yeah, maybe I'll get into that more later. But, yeah, Keith, I think I am dashing Keith or something. I mean, he's been behaving, but that leads into our next subject because those are all the tweets that I have. So, yeah, if y'all go to his t- Playa KB, I think, is his Twitter, and you just scroll back or look up Falcons, you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. It's too many tweets to be saying on this podcast but you'll see the craziness and you'll understand why people have blocked him why they unfollowed muted all that stuff and yeah, he made top five on falcon's most hated list falcon's fans most hated whatever it was called 
I lost that tweet because I had too many tweets on my timeline from on Monday. <laughs> yeah, that's that's interesting. Like I, I don't know, man. I, I, we need to, you know what? We need to use this podcast to unify Falcons Twitter. We need to be on the same page, man. We need to have. Yeah, I, I know it's never gonna happen, but all y'all wild people out there with the hot takes and just take a second, learn about some football stuff, learn that, hey, you know what? If our starting right tackle's out, we're probably not going to be able to throw the ball like we want the greatest running game we want to. Hey, if both of our starting wide receivers are out of the game and we go to a bunch of guys that are five, six and under, we're probably not going to have the best receiving day. You know what I'm saying? Like, guys, just open your eyes. Open your eyes. Open your eyes. Put down your phones. Maybe watch the game on replay without the sound on so you can't get the hot takes and the influence from these terrible commentators we have most of the time. Just observe. It's like, hey, you know what? This makes sense. Let's see what happens when we have our team at full strength with all our players. Again, I know some of the play calling stuff is uh, kind of sketchy sometimes. Yeah. But again, when you're looking at the plays, don't look at the play. I mean, look at the play and don't really go off the result. I'll give you an example. On that fateful interception that Matt Ryan threw to Taylor Gabriel against the Bills, it was uh, it was like second and one. This is after Julio and Snoop went out the game. And again, I looked at the play and I understood the play. People were mad about the results because had Taylor Gabriel come down with that pass and like, oh, great explosive play by Matt Ryan. Look at him slinging it down the field. Blah 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 blah. When your two top receivers went down, I could see, I could, I could make the argument that Sarkeesian didn't want to be predictable because it was at that point it was a lot of Devontae Freeman. So once you get to that point where you're just like, hey, we're just going to ban the passing game, that's that's not going to work. You're going to have to pass the ball sometime. So will not be a better time to take a shot than on second and one when they probably think you're going to run the ball? Like that's that's usually, you know, the call you're going to make. That's the call that I would make. Why not take a shot with a very fast wide receiver? Now, to me personally, I think that Gabriel, if he knew he wasn't going to catch the ball, which it was kind of apparent when the ball was in the air because he wasn't in good position at all. Mm-hmm. You got to pass interfere. You got to do something. You can't let him come down with that ball. So I think that's something that he should did. I'm not mad at the play. I understand what they were trying to do. You don't do the same plays over and over again, run the ball. You have to say, hey, y'all are going to defend the run and the pass without our top two receivers. So those are some of those things you can pick up by actually, you know, logging off Twitter, watching the game on mute, just actually observing things and learning about the game. So anyways, off that, off my little fake uh, ESPN All-22 film, rant or whatever let's talk about your boy nate the scammer what 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 is what is go bruh matter of fact bruh if you guys scammed out of money from nate please at me at south you said no six i want to laugh at you like i'm gonna clown i'm gonna clown you severely because that's why are you out here on twitter giving away giving away money i don't i will never understand that bruh like i don't even give my family money like i'm not giving some random dude off twitter money believe that man now you know. Hold up. Did you give? Did you give Nate some money? Like you, we could be honest here. This is a safe place. Like, did you give Nate money? I won't. Like I won't I tell nobody. Anybody money? Look, I, I don't know. You know, say you might have a big heart. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I have a. There's a heart there. Right. <laughs> people, people tell me that I do have a heart. It's there. But I'm not giving someone my money that I don't know. Now, we're gonna take this back. We're going to go back, back in time. So the people that I have personally been following since Nate was first exposed for this scam. First exposed? God dang. Like, uh-huh. Nate, bro, chill, bro. Like, damn, get a job. Uber is always hiring. Everybody needs rides in Atlanta, bro. 
Right. So it was like last year or the year before that, that this whole thing went down. These, this group of people, it was like five or six of them. They were texting each other and they figured out that they've all been scammed by Nate, who they would hang out with. They'd hang out with, give him drinks, you know, go to bars with, watch games with, you know, he made friendships with these people. And then he guilted them into giving him money. Someone knows where he lives. A girl I follow knows where he lives, his exact address and everything. She also gave him money. She felt bad. She had a heart. He would hit them up. Hey, I'm so sorry to bother you with this. (laughs) But my mother, my grandma, they're going through hard times. I don't have enough money to give them. Can I borrow $30 out of their hearts? Since they knew each other, they texted every day. They hung out from time to time. They gave him money. Turns out everything was a lie. Everything was a scam. They brought it to Twitter. Everything flooded to Twitter. All of a sudden, you see these tweets. I can't believe this dude scammed us, blah, blah, blah. They weren't saying who it was on Twitter. We were like, what is going on? Text start flooding in. He's scamming us. It's Nate. Oh, wait, how is he scamming you? All the texts come in. They're all the exact same. Let me pull one up. It's all, oh, hey, I'm sorry to bother you. X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. I need $30, blah, for this. Someone exposed. He was exposed that day. All, more people were jumping in like, yes, he never, ever gave me money back. I gave him money once. He never gave it back. He blocked me off Twitter when I would ask him for my money back. He blocked my phone number, X, Y, Z. We called him out for it. Well, hold up. That lady that knows where he lives, she pull up on him like throw some hot Chris in his face or something like that. Like, if you know his address, like I said, I'm not I'm not an advocate for violence, but bruh, if you take if you take a dollar from me and you don't give it back, like and I know your address, like we're gonna have to have a talk. We're gonna have a serious talk. Talk. So I don't know. I didn't ask because you know, if she goes to jail. Then I find, and then they found out that I know, then I go to jail. And, you know, I can't survive in jail. So, the less I know, the better. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So, yeah, I'm, try- I'm trying to look at his Instagram or his Twitter right now. It's it's locked right now. So, Nathan Butler Jr. at ATL oh. Sports Nate. Uh, if y'all want to go uh, follow him, see what's up, be like, hey, bro, uh, you still need some money or kind of trolling like you oh, should exactly. just delete his twitter because he deleted his twitter oh he did it's showing up right now but you know oh, maybe that's so, why it's so, not pulling so up he came back he but might be back. last time i don't know it might again it's not pulling up so he might delete it but i looked oh. it up and it, it's showing his face and it's saying it's locked so i don't know if that's the same thing as being uh being off twitter but more of the story is guys don't give people you don't know money Especially it's not from like an official charity. You said he was using like the hurricane thing to get money from people too, right? So first time after he got caught, he sent everyone uh, the same message saying how he was the victim, how everybody's lying on him. 
how we should not believe them. He also he sent us all the same message. Everyone, like everyone on his Twitter. This was back when he had like four thousand followers or whatever. I was like, nah, man, you've been busted. Like all the evidence is there. Everyone well, has this. Hold on, you said when he had four thousand followers. When I saw this page, he had eight thousand followers. So you mean to tell me he got caught? Got busted, yeah. exposed for scamming he people, and four thousand more people following him, Bruh, This dude might yeah. be scammer of the year. Like, I might actually busted, respect this dude. Busted, exposed. He blocked the majority of us. He sent out a press release on his Twitter. <laughs> oh, I saw that. I saw that. Yo, dog. Like, dog. Yeah. This dude needs to be on a on a reality TV show because he he thinks that he is actually like. Like the people really care. It's like we don't care. We're just like kind of clowning you because you're trying to scam people at thirty dollars. Right. Last now, time bro, he said ten he people. Was that's three hundred dollars. So golly, what's yeah. that do with scamming? What does depression have to do with scamming? He, he said he was depressed. He said we depressed him, and like the same thing he said this time is almost word for word of what he said last time. Mm. He locked his Twitter. People called us bullies. He said we. They said we were bullying him. They said he's a victim, and all this crazy. He's really victim. actually poor. I'm like, how do you know? Are you his bank, his banker? Does he bank with you? You know, they said we were bullying him, and all this crap, just like they are this time. And then he locked and he deleted his Twitter. Said he was going away. And then he came back and he did it again. So, so real quick. So again, I was curious how he had eight thousand followers. You were saying know. that he was allegedly saying that he worked for the Falcons organization or like what what was up with that? Well, I found out through his the people that hung out with him and that would get a bit of money is that he worked he did something with the Falcons. They said he did something and he was like kind of up there, not like in management, but he did something awesome with like, the Falcons. Like yeah, like a key card, you know, he had access, maybe got some some exclusive t shirts, you know, maybe he knew some, some people like that. Okay. And then it turns out he was washing the buses for the Falcons. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Say that again. You said he was washing, he was washing the, the Falcons buses. Bruh. Yeah. So, mm, you know what? You know what? All the slander we just gave you, Nate. I, you know what? I respect you, bro. You are like the ultimate hustler. Like you might be the. The Look, real he's a good uh, scammer. I can, I can, I have to admit he is a good scammer. Now we bring it to Sunday, when everything went down. Well, Sunday and Monday, someone sent me a message. After the top five most hated Falcons fans, Nate was number three. I said Nate should be number one because stealing <laughs> from people, taking their money, making fake sob stories is wrong in so many ways especially when you befriended people and took their money. The most I've heard was someone gave him a total of $500 over the years. Bruh, this dude probably got all the J's in this closet, and man. Jesus average, Christ. Like, a person, an average, would give him about two to $300. Bruh, ain't no way. Ain't no way. Nah, bruh, mm -hmm. nah. Bruh. Yeah, this is legit. They're in my DMs. So. Yo. My, dog, y'all know there is this thing called the American Red Cross. Oh, they don't give people money either. Never they don't mind. give people money. They yeah, scam well, too. Yeah, well, okay. Right. Well, you know what? He's over. With them. <laughs> Speaking Nate's of like, American Red Cross and hurricanes. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. The dude that answered my DMs. Said, this, this Nate? I said, yeah, that Nate. 
He said, look at the text that he sent me. He's scams. Like, yeah. One was for Hurricane Irma that he needed money because all his food supply was wiped out from Hurricane Irma. Mind you, Nate lives in Atlanta, Georgia. <laughs> Yo. Atlanta, Georgia. Actually, I think, I think you sent me that text because it says Nate ATL as the, the person. Like, bro, like, that should be the first indicator. Like, you live in yes. Atlanta. Why are you affected Atlanta. by Hurricane Irma? I'm, now, I'm very, very confused. But, you know, we'll continue. I, yes. ATLE. Why am I even having nerves to say ATLians? People in Atlanta know that y'all didn't run out of food. Anywhere, there's no, there was no high water, no houses flooded. Your power might have went out. Yeah, I got people down there. It wasn't, it wasn't yeah. as bad. Like it wasn't as bad as they thought it would be. So, but um, all your food, you needed twenty five dollars for food. Yeah, that's a that's a weird what? number. Like, You're, bro, you could have been like a twenty. So at least that's one transaction out the ATM. But then you made me get a twenty and a five, bro. Like, Nate, you're a true savage, bro. You are a true oh. savage. Well, let's backtrack real quick. He used to ask for strictly thirty dollars, so we always called it thirty dollar gate. Call him thirty dollar <laughs> scammer. Damn. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, your um hurricane fund that you needed, that you are claiming is fake, even though I have two text messages. Um, so you you say you ran out of food, all your food expired. Um, you didn't have any canned peaches, canned tuna that expired. That got well, you got you got you got to have power to uh, you know use the manual uh, can opener. So you know yeah. you have to have power so you can have the lights on, even though yeah. you know in Atlanta where it was not affected by the storm. Uh, you know what? I don't know Nate's struggle. Continue. You have to have power to open up a bag of bread. So like he was really he was Water. really trying to have he's trying to have empathy. So he was like, you know what? They lost power in Orlando, so I'm just gonna cut my power off too, so we can have some solidarity and some unity. So he was really trying to um he's trying to feel those people's pain out there. He wanted to kind of he oh, wanted no. to be he wanted to be one with the people. There you go. Nate Nate's oh. really Nate's really good at heart. You know, we're just looking at this wrong, right, Nate? This gets better. I'm reading this text word for word. Mike, I really hate to bother you about this because I got to give you back the rest of your cash too. We're getting paid soon. But do you by any chance have $25 I can use to grab something for the family and I? Our food pretty much went bad and the banks are closed in the county due to standing water i mean yes he's trying to get I'm those making a dramatic pause standing water in atlanta georgia the caught puddle oh well, i mean well to be clear people the atlanta the at the AT aliens out there they are pretty dramatic with weather you know y'all get one snowflake on the ground and y'all shut down the whole damn city so you know maybe you saw a couple puddles He's like, yo, this is real life. I can't really go to the bank today, you know? I mean, maybe but, a sinkhole happened that we don't know about. Well, I mean, y'all did have that bridge kind of collapse on fire. But you know, that's another story for a different day. But, you know, he was trying to get them $5 boxes popping. You know what I'm saying? Like, you want to go to Popeye's, get them a biscuit, you know, get the fam fed up with some uh, some chicken. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, 
I have no way of accessing anything. If you're able to help, it would really mean a lot. But if you choose not to, trust me, I understand, bro. Yeah, nature, you're wildin'. He also has somebody's jersey. You're going to get your jersey and money back, man. I'm not like that at all. There's so many false accusations against my name currently. You can ask. Oh, me oh, what what jersey? That. What jersey are you talking about? He he took somebody. Apparently, someone let him borrow a jersey that he's never gotten back. Why are you a grown man letting somebody else borrow your clothes? Like that's stuff you do in middle school, bro. Like you gotta take you gotta take that L. Like that's that's an L you gotta hold, bro. Sorry, no sympathy for me. Do not look at me. And he has a whole Falcons um, fantasy football thing that he's in that he made. He made a whole group chat for it. And people in there have been sending him some money. Someone hit me up trying to piece together the entire story to see if it's true or not. I sent him all the proof from over the years. They confronted him about it. And he left the group chat. Mm. Yeah, well, the jig is up, you know. Yeah, got in where he fit in and said, "I gotta go." I wonder how much. Like, let's take a while. Like, how much money you think he got total? Like, I might, I well, might, uh, you know, according get my to scam on too. That knew him. I believe it's the same girl that knows where he lives. He has enough money to pay off multiple mortgages and multiple car notes. So, mysterious lady, if you hear this, please DM me at Southbreeze seven oh six. You know what? She might be an accomplice if she knows where she lives and didn't pull up. So, you know, we need you to uh, clear your name. She's not an accomplice. She is a very pissed off person. Well, you're not that. You're not that pissed. You're not that pissed off. You ain't pulled up yet. I'm not. I don't believe it. You know, you might need to come up. Yeah, you ain't gotta go to jail. You ain't gotta go to jail, but if that's the case, then at least uh, I ain't gonna say that. I mean, the way I'd be done with it, I'd have to go to jail. You know, look, you might have to know somebody and know somebody and know somebody that might pull up on Nate. So, you know what, Nate? We we know there's two sides of every story. So, if you like to come clear your name on this podcast, you have an open invitation to come. You know, clear your name. We'd love to hear from you since you uh, blocked your Twitter. So, you know, maybe there's a side of the story these people that you're texting and messaging aren't telling us. So, I mean, locked but, and deleted. I mean, yeah. everybody said he hasn't given them a dime. There's a man that mailed him a check. Oh, and most importantly, he sent out a cancer text oh, wow. asking for money. Nate, no, Nate, his, Nate, he said bruh. his sister oh my God. had cancer. Guess what? He does not have a sister. I repeat. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was I, a sister, sister in Christ, you know. I repeat, we're all guys. We're all guys' children. You know what I'm saying? Maybe he's like, "Yo, my sister if, over here." Mm-mm. Okay. If you I'm, gave I'm him to. money for that sister text, if he he sent you any text that says, "I pulled up one. I really hate to ask you something like this, and if I offend you in any fashion, I want to apologize." Period. You've been scammed. Mm, 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 mm. Don't give him any more money. He sent out a text saying that his sister has cancer. He does not have a sister. He does not have a sister. 
I'm so sorry that you got scammed. Nobody is bullying that boy. These people have gotten their money taken from them. And so far I've counted 70 people whose messages about him have made their way to my inbox. I'm sure there's many, many more since it made him delete his Twitter, made him run from his group chat. He is not depressed. He is swimming in your money, happy as all get out. <laughs> Looking like Scrooge McDuck. That's hilarious. Not, yeah, I have not been scammed by him. But I know many people that have. My mother <laughs> has had cancer twice and beat it. My grandmother died from stage four breast cancer. I have many friends and family members that have or have had beaten cancer. And not once have you seen me on this app asking people for money, befriending people and asking people for money. Yeah, yeah. so, yeah, I mean, fortunately, there's some wild people out here do that stuff. But you know what? We're not going to give uh, this the scammer any more of our time. So what what are your thoughts on this week's Patriots game? What do you think we have to do to get this W, man? Um, tackle. Tackle. You have to tackle. Uh, maybe sit Duke Riley because I don't Ooh. know what he's doing. It's interesting. I mean, I said it. I'm not taking it back. He's missed. He's made some tackles. He's missed a lot of tackles. Sometimes he doesn't know where he is on the field. Um. I saw a breakdown video of that earlier today of him just leaving a gaping hole wide open. Yeah, I saw that too. Listen, Jay, I can't even say the man's last name. Little fast, little fast dude running back. Jay, y'all know who he is from Miami. Just slipped on yeah, Jay, through. Jay. Yes, that's how you say it. Slipped on through, just whoop. And you were like, dude, why would you, why would you leave the hole wide open when they have a powerhouse like Jay to just run through there. Yeah, a lot of people were giving, getting mad at the defense tackles, but I, I saw the defense tackles at times they were getting stonewalled, but at times they were actually doing their jobs. The linebackers weren't feeling so. Got to scrape, man. You got to get, you got to get your head in there, man. Got to make some plays. So, yes. I think, I think for me this week is. A, we got to put a – I mean, this is nothing new. Like, these aren't really super independent thoughts. But anybody who watches the game understands it. We have to put together four solid quarters of football. Obviously, we have yeah. to finish in the fourth quarter in the second half. We have to be able to, be able to adjust at halftime because currently in the first quarter, we uh, do excellent as far as the point differential. We're first in the league. But then the second quarter, we're almost – we're second to last. We're 30th. So something there's a disconnect from the first quarter and the second quarter. They're either figuring us out or we're just not adjusting. I don't know if we're cocky or again, I know we've had injuries, but yeah, we gotta fix that. Again, tackling, discipline, and then just finding a rhythm of offense. So I think we do those things. We should come out of here with a uh, victory Monday next week and hopefully uh make our push to dominate the NFC South and secure us a spot in the uh playoffs. So Oh, so yeah. I honestly, I have no doubt in my mind that we're, we're we're going back to the Super Bowl. I have no doubt in my mind. I know you look at us and that last game was just embarrassing to sum it up in one word. But I have no doubt in my mind that we're going to the Super Bowl. We're 
going to beat the Pats. Probably going to lose the Jets. Probably. They don't say that. I think if we beat the Patriots, if we beat the, if we beat the Patriots, we're going to beat the Jets. Like they're, that's going to give us the confidence we need to get it done. So Falcons Twitter, bang with us. You know, you can follow me at Southbridge seven zero six. Y'all can check out my other podcast, Comedy Podcast, every Monday. Uh, y'all can follow at. Give your at, ma'am. Did you find it? Are you? I found it. It's that I pulled it up. You know, people know they they know me as Gift Queen because my gifts are the best. My gifts make or break your day. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Usually wow. make it more than break it. Unless you like come at me sideways, then I gotta pull out the gun gifts and be like, pow pow. <laughs> don't come for me. You know what I'm saying? My at is lethal saint underscore. Okay, lethal we all saint underscore. Known as a gift queen. I love using my gifts. And please retweet my pin tweet. It's a prayer that we get this ring this year. I don't know if I did it, but if I didn't, I'm going to do it right now. So, again, give us some feedback on the podcast. You know, if you like it, let us know what you like. If you hate it, let us know what you hate. You know, we're trying to get something popping in the, in the Falcons podcast community because, like, again, the ones I listen to are mad boring. They're mad lame. So, you know, maybe if you want to jump yeah. on, we might try to get y'all to, get y'all to check it out. So, Southbury 706 and Lethal Saint underscore. We out. Rise up. Let's get this W against the pass. Holla. Yeah.